Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. And I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair this week, Owen McGettigan. He's the Chief Executive Officer of the Port of Cork Company. And you're very welcome to the programme, Owen. How are you? I'm very good, Bobby. Thank now, you. Now, Owen, I, I know you had a big day yesterday in the Port of Cork, and we'll come to that in a second. But um, you're actually a Kerry man, born in Tralee. You grew up uh, in uh, in Dublin, and indeed, I think, Lusaka, um, and uh, attended Benildas College. Tell us a little bit about your early years. Yeah, I, I was born in Tralee. Um, and my mother was from Tralee. And uh, we had five, or she had five boys. I was the eldest. And uh, in uh, just after independence that Zambia uh, achieved in the in the sixties, uh, my parents took the idea that'd be a good idea to uh, leave Kerry and go to Zambia. Wow! Um, so that was uh, quite uh, interesting. My youngest brother was only three months old. Um, so the five of us went, my mother had only left Kerry once before for three days, uh, which was her honeymoon in Hoth. And next thing she's in Lusaka. Wow. How long uh, did you stay yeah. out there? So we were there for nearly five years. Wow. And we came back then, uh, in the to Dublin in the late sixties. Um, tell us a little bit about your earlier career. I know you worked with, uh, with Musgraves, with Duns, with Lifestyle Sports. So what sort of management roles did you fulfill in those places? Um, yeah, so one thing those all have in common is that they're family companies, and I, I always did love working with the family companies. There's something very focused about uh, working for somebody whose money you're either making or losing. Yeah. And uh, so in, in Musgraves, I ended up as the CEO of Super Value Centra, which is the kind of the, the big um, the big part of the big division of that company. Um, and in, in uh, Dunn Stores, I was the uh, Group Finance and Operations Director. Okay. Uh, one of the few, uh, one of the few non-family uh, board members there. And uh, in Lifestyle Sports, I was the CEO. That's owned by the Stafford family, uh, the Wexford family. So um, interesting, yeah. so, very interesting career, and again in, in very interesting businesses. Um, so, what brought you then to the Port of Cork, Owen? Well, I live in Cork. Um, I came to Cork in the 80s when I joined Musgraves. And uh, so I live here and we raised our family here. And um, so when I had moved back to Cork after leaving Lifestyle Sports and um, uh, I was approached, uh, would I would I take up this role? And uh, look, I'm in my 60s, Bobby. It's not often in that age that you get a chance to do something new. Is there hope uh, for me yet? Uh, I didn't quite say that now. <laughs> I think there is, but anyways, uh, they, uh, yeah, they. Um, uh, I was approached, and of course, uh, it only struck me when I was approached that I, all my businesses that I'd been involved in were all involved and built around supply chain and getting goods from A to B. And while this was at the other end of the supply chain, uh, there was a degree of synergy with my experience, but there was also something new. And that's really what I relished. It was a new industry, new set of people and a new sector. I hadn't worked in the semi-state sector before. I'd always been in in, uh, in the private sector. Um, and there was a massive project which culminated yesterday um, only the start of a big capital investment program. And that's, that's all very... Um, 
exciting yeah. and uh yeah so uh and it was in it i literally can walk from my house to the office uh so that was a big attraction <laughs> and tell me this uh Owen, when, when after your experience as you said in family businesses i i suppose very leading edge uh family v- businesses you know holding senior positions there was there was there anything that shocked you when you started your job as the ceo of the port of cork yeah Totally. Go on. And it shocked me in a way that I didn't expect. So I probably, along with a load of us in the private sector, had a prejudice, kind of an inbuilt prejudice that we think that the semi-state sector could be uh, populated by laggards who aren't, you know, at the cusp of cutting edge competitiveness and so on. And what I actually found was very, very good, committed people. In fact, we're lucky in the in the one in the semi states that I've come across, uh, the caliber of people is exceptional, and the role that the departments play in interacting between government and the semi states is way under understated and underestimated in um, in Irish society and Irish business society, and that was a big eye opener for me because I thought I'd be coming into a place where. I'd be a one-eyed man in a kingdom of a blind, and actually I had a rude awakening as to the caliber and the management proficiency of the people and the processes that I found and the caliber of people on, on the board, not just of, of the Port of Cork, but of other state agencies that I interact with. Was it was it really was? Look, yeah, well, I, I don't have to um, say those things at my at my age, but it's actually well, it's it refreshing to hear you say that. Surprise. I think it's yeah. ref- refreshing to hear you say that. Tell us then about the Port of Cork because it is the world's second largest natural harbour. You've spent eighty nine million on a fabulous new development. So, like uh, the, the 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 whole future of the development must be very very exciting and hold huge prospects for yeah, for no. Cork and indeed Ireland. Yeah, look, uh, cities have been built around ports uh, for for centuries. Uh, Dublin, Waterford, and Cork would be would be the three big cities built around Viking ports. And uh, but as ships have got bigger and global trade has increased, uh, the ports have had to leave the cities and uh, and move to deeper water. And that's what's going on for us now here in Cork. So we have to leave the city centre because the ships are too big, and there's just um, uh, the water is too shallow in, in close to the city. And we leave behind brownfield sites that can be developed for compact living. And we move closer to the sea. And what we can also see, I mean, it's a fantastic thing, Bobby, and we'll have seen it in our lifetime, where we, when I left school in Benildas, that you mentioned earlier, over half of my class, including myself, left Ireland. Yeah. And now people stay. And at least they don't have to go if they do leave. And that has meant our population is on the rise. And to meet that rising population as an island, we need bigger ports. And those bigger ports need to be closer to the sea. And this is step one for the Port of Cork as we prepare for the next 30, 40 years of the expansion of our our island um, as a trading nation. You mentioned the brownfield sites there. That must present a huge opportunity, you know, for housing, uh, for new industry, for new quarters even, uh, in terms of development. Uh, do you know about the plans for, you know, for what you leave behind effectively? 
Yeah, yeah. So as a state agency, we we uh, part of the semi-state sector. We can't receive any state aid. So everything we do is financed from our own bank borrowings and paid for by our own third-party customers. So uh, we we those assets that we have are very important for our balance sheet as we move out. And so we're working very closely with uh, with the planners and uh, and the national agencies uh, to make sure that when we leave that those sites are used for compact living and um uh, you know, part of the, the you know the, the the livable city and i will say in in 30 years time cork will be unrecognizable in in terms of uh, inner city uh living and affordable housing uh, in in the way that many parts of dublin have been changed especially along the docklands and in limerick um as the port moved yeah. out of the city um, I, I understand as well, Owen, that the capacity of the new operation out in Ring and Skiddy is somewhat inhibited uh, by the the lack of, of the road. Is it the uh, the M twenty eight, which is yeah. is under construction at the moment, as I understand it? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so look, it is a good example of trying to join up different parts of investment infrastructure. Um, and this is a problem all over the world. I was in Algeciras last week and they did the same issue where they've expanded the port, but uh, the roads connecting the port have not been improved. So for us uh, in Ringeskiddy, there's a motorway will connect and will terminate at the port. Um, but until the motorway is finished, we're we're constrained by planning rightly as to the amount of lorries that can go on the nearby roads, and I think that's appropriate. So the faster we can build the uh, motorway, uh, then the quicker um, we can take that traffic off local roads onto the motorway and then operate at full capacity. Um, so we need to spend about another forty million on new cranes and cargo handling equipment to do that as well. So okay. there's a kind of a twin a twin uh, capital expenditure approach there. But the um, the site works initial site works are already under underway for that motorway now, and it has passed all its planning hurdles. So uh, I'm hoping by the end of the decade it'll be it'll be finished. Okay, well, listen, it sounds like a fantastic development. Just finally, I wanted to ask you about something not related to the Port of Cork, but uh, again, a textbook that's uh, on advanced performance management. You're a very modest man, Owen, but you're a man, you're, you're an author of note, I believe. Well, uh, what I am is uh, instead of grumbling about something, uh, do something about it. And uh, you know, in the when I was in my twenties, I studied accounting at night time because it was one of the few qualifications you could get without going to university. And uh, I'd be grumbling about the textbooks and the caliber of them. And uh, when I was selling this to somebody in the Institute Chartered Accountants, they said, "Well, why don't you get up off your?" behind and write a textbook and um, as I say in the back of that book um, my it's a very big book Bobby and my wife said to me that if ever I have an idea again to write a book she's going to hit me with this one um, <laughs> Uh, look, I, it really was. It really was much harder the, to do than to say. Well, but like a, all things worth doing, that's the case. Well, listen, it's it's nice to end on a on a, on a humorous note. Uh, Owen McGettigan, CEO of the Port of Cork. Best of luck with everything you're doing, and it really does sound like a fascinating project that you're involved in there. And thanks for telling us your story this morning. Thank you very much, Bobby, and to your listeners. Cheers. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.